Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And welcome to the final episode of Why Are You Like This? Taylor's version, where we talk about Evermore. Evermore, 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 mm, Evermore. Mm, 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 mm. Evermore. Uh, evermore. Uh, uh. That's the vibe. Evermore. That's the vibe of this album. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's definitely uh, super, it's like the club. When I hear this mm-hmm. song, I think, is my ass on the floor? Mm-hmm. Because I think I'm going to the club. It's definitely like... <laughs> The album was given to J-Lo first. Oh, yeah. And J-Lo was like, I just, I don't think I can keep up. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's too, just too hardcore, too many psychedelics, too many drugs, too many, like, I just club, bus, club. Not enough let's get loud, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the one thing that before we really get into it, we should just make sure we say, Evermore needs more let's get loud. There are multiple times where I, I throw it in there. We love playlists. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Taylor, just when we thought it was time to rest, she said, gotcha, bitch. Here's another one. And she did it right before the end of the year and screwed up like every music publication because they were like a best of the year. And then she was like December 28th or whatever. She was like, got you. (laughs) Got you, bitch. Yes. So here are some facts about Evermore. Taylor Swift's ninth studio album was dropped less than five months after folklore on December 11th, 2020. I can't imagine writing 17 songs in just period, honestly. Like, yeah, I've got like 11. And I'm like, she wrote 17 more songs in five months? Wrote, recorded, mixed, mastered, DJed. Yeah. Sent out. It like took, took some photos in a field and was like, yeah, I got it. Yes. I'm like, that's, and they're all good. It's so crazy. Yeah. So she did exactly the same thing she did with Folklore. She posted nine photos and said, Look, album's coming. Again, Sean told me, again, I didn't believe him. I was like, because it seems like a joke at that point. You're like, Well, there's no way she's surprised dropping another album. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like maybe four songs. I thought Taylor was going to do like a small little thing. Like, I just, I wasn't expecting an entirely of entire other album. And from what it sounds like, she didn't either. So essentially, 
Evermore happened just because Taylor, Aaron, and Jack kept writing. They just kept making music. They simply couldn't stop. They describe Evermore as a sister album to folklore, and it continues to tell stories in the folklorian woods of grief, of love, and infidelity. <gasps> mm. Scandal. Um, where folk, this is from Taylor, when Taylor says folklore is like spring, summer, Evermore is fall, winter. Which very much I would agree. Although it's, I still like to listen to folklore in the, uh, what was I going to say? I still, <laughs> I still like to listen to folklore in the fall, but there definitely is like a, like a rainy summer day quality about it. Whereas this one's like, mm-mm, I am home in in my small town and it's cold. It's cold. Very cold. And I have to deal, we have to deal with our families mm -hmm. and everything's sad. Sad. And dead. Mm, evermore. Evermore. The album produced three singles. Willow. Nobody, No Crime featuring Haim. Haim. Coney Island featuring Je National. That was a single? Yeah, apparently. I'm learning about singles every time. Who knows? Never, never ready for when it's a single is going to be a single because <laughs> it would appear as though I don't get the memo. <laughs> it's it's kind of like meeting a gay man. You're like, what's your relationship status? And they say single, and you're like, you're that's a lie. <laughs> Can't be real. The lies of the singles. <laughs> <laughs> the lies of the singles. A new musical. Yes. Um, Evermore was Taylor's eighth consecutive album to debut at number one on the Billboard Top 200 charts. Which means, wait, what, that just means only her first one didn't? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's so insane. <laughs> so literally since her debut, um, yeah. Willow became Taylor's seventh number one single and her second one in 2020 after Cardigan. She is the first artist ever in the history of the charts to simultaneously drop on top of both the Billboard 200 and Hot 100 charts on two separate occasions. In a year. And that was with Folklore and Evermore, right? Mm -hmm. So stupid. She's crazy. Evermore is the best-selling album of 2021. Deserved. Deserved. As it should. Um, did you know, unrelated to Taylor, but because we've been inside and vinyl sales have gone up because people are listening to records again? Yeah. Like, Adele physically bought, like, most of the vinyl, and that's why, like, vinyl Oh, yeah, there's, like, a vinyl fucked. shortage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I will say, it seems as though they, they maybe bought too many. Because, like, mm. I see them selling 30 vinyls. Like, I was at the airport, and they were selling one in, like, the bookstore. And I was like, bitch, what are you going to take a record on the plane? Or just, like, sit in your little seat holding, holding the doll's face just for, like, three hours? Where are you going to put that? Is it duty-free? Yeah, like, are, are they just going to, like, drop it off at the gate? Like, do you have to, do you have to check Adele? What is duty what? <laughs> like when I'm like at shopping at the duty free. What does that mean? Doesn't that mean it's tax free? Why wouldn't they just say shop at the tax free store? Uh, duty free refers to the act of being able to purchase an item in particular circumstances without paying import sales value added or other taxes. Um, it says duty free stores are an enticing perk of international travel. <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right. That was like a fun little. I like that it gave like a fun little thing. Like, ooh, do you want to? Do you want to go get some, like, do you want to get, like, three bottles of Absolute for, like, $20? <laughs> Fly to Portugal. 
<laughs> you should fly. You should spend thousands of dollars to fly to a small remote country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. on the way back, just get a shit ton of alcohol. You got to do it for you. Do it for the miles, and you do it for the duty free. I literally, one of my my bosses literally was just like, you know, when you're on the when you're on the ships and when you're on the planes, you can just you can just pick up the the duty free, and that's how I filled my bar. That's how I filled my bar at home. <laughs> anyway, evermore. What a life. What a life. <laughs> Let's jump into it, all right? So the first track and the first single is I like the water in Willow. Willow, 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 Willow. Uh, oh, I think it's important to note we we explained our listening circumstances for folklore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for our first listen. Yes, and when we did that, we were a little high, a little high. Um, I miscalculated this time Very when this same. one came out, Very same. and I um I had two two of my little gummies and um yeah the shit was fucking wild (laughs) yeah i was home in oregon when this happened and i went to the dispensary saw someone younger than me selling me weed which i thought was odd in general um and i was like look taylor's dropping an album at 9 p.m here because it's midnight new york yeah we were both in the west coast what do i need and they were like, <laughs> what do I need? And they're like, here to go. I got you. <laughs> and then I had it and I was too bold. And yeah, I I had to listen again. Uh- <laughs> I, I mean, I definitely listened. I listened more than once. But my first listen, um, yeah, there's specific images that are still in my brain. I have no idea what happened. It was a wild ride. Mm. Um, but this started and I was like, oh, I'm a witch. We're witches. We're witches. We're witches. We're witches and we're in the woods. We're in the woods. This is ever more. Witches. The witch. It feels like a, it feels, you know, same vein. We're not really changing musically a lot from folklore, but it definitely has more pep. There's a little bit more pep in its step. A little more urgency. And I would argue, I would, I would argue this whole album feels a little more full of darkness to me. Mm-hmm. And like not in like a like folklore can be very emotional, but it doesn't feel dark. This one seems to be like, ooh, let's play with some some dark. Yeah, I've heard Taylor describe Evermore as like the moody teenage sister of folklore. Yeah, I would agree. Because this one starts in also I like that the song is like happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also just love the simplicity of being like, that's my man. Wreck my plans. Wreck my plans. That's my man. Um, but I also love that. <laughs> the sound of the song is like oh bitch get together yellow jackets buzz 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 we're about to we're about to sacrifice some bitches in the woods we gonna kill someone yeah because we are and I'm like, okay and i'm like yes let's go i like that she performed this on the grammys to be like yeah hello <laughs> hi i'm also gonna do like other songs because i wrote 30 something songs in six months that is so crazy i'm trying to pull up how many versions of willow we got oh there's so many there's so there's just so many i think it's hilarious but i also i love this like era of taylor because i love that she's just like yeah what if we do like this version what about this one what about this one like it's just like so funny and like freeing i think for her to as an artist just to be able to be like yeah i can just release a zillion versions of something she's literally like willow the witch version yeah, there's like the Elvira version, the '90s remix. Yeah, there's like so many. I love it. I love how funny she's getting with naming her like versions too. Sad girl autumn version. Amazing. Can you hear what just happened? What happened? Speaking of witches, my computer just started playing Willow. It's closed. I swear to God, I don't have anything on. It's 
Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, how are you doing this? Ooh. Taylor, did you hack us? Ooh, that's Good. so scary. Okay, Taylor is the FBI person in my laptop. Um, Willow, great. Love it, love it. I, I do. I love the song. Also, um, I Come Back Stronger Than a 90s Trend is delicious. Mm. It Yes. I love it. I like every bait and switch <laughs> was a work of art. Well, and she also uses that when you think the song's going to end. Yeah. You think the song's going to be over, and then she's like, like that's my man. That bait and switch was a work. And then it's just like a whole nother, like little turnaround. And I'm like, she's having fun. I'm having fun. She's having fun. We're witches. We're witches. <laughs> and, that's, and that's that. And then we get champagne problems. Okay, so this is one of the, the best things she's ever written. <laughs> Not to pit two strong women against each other, but on the hit album Smile, Katy Perry also has a champagne <laughs> problem song. <laughs> I mean, it's such it's a very common phrase. For rich people. I mean, listen, you can first of all, it's probably not champagne because it's not from the region. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, but like what I like about it is that, like, the actual meaning of champagne problems is, like, it's not a big deal, right? I think, yeah, I mean, technically, because it, it's, like, all of our problems are champagne problems means that we have everything that we need, and these issues oh, yeah. are not so, going like, to, like, oh, kill us. The only reason I have this big problem is because I'm super privileged. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I love that she turns it into, like, what if it meant, like, I've, I turned down a proposal. <laughs> Truly. This is written by Taylor Allison Swift and William Bowery. Oh, I didn't realize uh, Joe co-wrote it. Well, William did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I get it. I hope Joe's brother's doing well. <laughs> Me too. Does he make an appearance on this album? I forget. I don't think so. No. I hope he's but well. I, but I, I feel him in it, you know? Yeah. I feel Joe's brother all around me. <laughs> I... There are a few things that really get me in this song. Only a few. Only a few things. For me, it's absolutely everything. (laughs) (laughs) Every moment of this song, I think, is an absolute masterpiece. Um, The first stanza about booking the night train for a reason so you can sit there in this hurt. Been there, done that. I love to wallow, or I used to. I don't do that anymore. Um, I've gone to therapy. But Are you kidding? <laughs> we fucking love to wallow. I'm wallowing now. I don't have anything to wallow about. <laughs> um, and then I really love the line, your Midas touch on the Chevy door. Oh, oh. it's so November flush and your flannel cure. Okay, so this bridge. We have to talk about this bridge. Do it, Ted. Get it. Is this one of the best bridges I just, in my opinion, like ever written? Because... It feels to me, and again, when I first listened to it, I felt like I was so high. I felt <laughs> like I was like falling through the floor into like different scenes mm-hmm. because of how like vivid each one of these lines are. But what I love about it is that it's just like there's it's complete train of thought without any sort of connection. Like the way it goes, like your Midas touch on the Chevy door, November flush, and your flannel cure. This dorm was once a madhouse. I made a joke. Well, it's made for me. However, green out group of friends. Like it just like becomes this kind of like spiral of like. Oh my God, all of these things were going through my mind and all these like good memories and bad ones. And also it all just led up to me saying no. Yeah, it's I'm not getting married. It's I'm not getting married, but so much more dramatic. Taylor Swift, <laughs> the Sondheim of pop music. Um, it's great. It has such a great turn. What a shame she's fucked in her head, they said. Come on. 
she'll patch up the tapestry that I shred. Oh, it's so good. I just remember the first time like hearing that line at the beginning. Um, your heart was glass. I dropped it. <laughs> so just like mean. fuck. But I love that it's like a song written from the perspective of the person that did the leaving versus the person dealing with the fallout because she's like, you'll be fine. I'm just going to be the person that ruined your life. But like, you're going to be fine. But I'm always going to be just that person. But even saying that is so moody teenager. Like, I want to be oh, yeah. the one this who is This is life. a song like Meredith Grey. This is a Meredith Grey song. <laughs> like Meredith Grey would absolutely be like, I can't marry you. And then all of a sudden like, Book the night dream for a reason. Like it would just like absolutely the song would happen on Grey's Anatomy, and it would be her like walking and like everyone would be like Meredith, come back, and she'd be like, "I'm done here." We are due for another musical episode. Listen, I want Grey's Anatomy sings Evermore. <laughs> Current at fifty four below, tickets are one hundred and ninety five dollars. You still have to pay the minimum. Good luck. Still two drink minimum and mac and cheese. Ooh, I want mac and cheese. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I just I think this song is absolutely perfect. I think the the way it starts with just piano, and it's really the whole song is like four chords, and then it just like slowly is just layering an instrumentation like as things get more and more spirally. But I I don't think it actually changes. I could be wrong, but um, I think it stays in the same like secular four chord thing. Sure. It's so good. Like, I don't think it goes anywhere else. It's it's amazing. I love the song. I want to see her sing it live so bad. Taylor. Hello. Taylor. Taylor, we're waiting. And then we start throwing ass with Gold Rush. Listen, the song is a bop. It is a bop, 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 but a bop, bop. Throw it in the warehouse party. Like, <laughs> literally, my, my question is, there's so many Taylor Swift songs. I'm like, why am I not hearing the song rolling on the dance floor shirtless with a bunch of gays? <laughs> I need answers. <laughs> I need the answers. I want to see filthy things that I can't probably talk about on here while I dance to Gold Rush by myself. Just by myself. Because, you know, I just, I just like to support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, just I'm like, yeah, you go. You go. Gold Rush. <laughs> Gleaming. <laughs> Jack Antonoff makes his appearance on Evermore with this song. I love it. I think it's incredible i love the way the percussion comes in and out throughout the song it moves i love the like the like crazy high energy like piano like like it's so cool and i love that it starts in this like flowy like ooh, we're all just like in slow motion and then all of a sudden it's like i don't like a go rush it's so it is a kind of song where like when the doors open on the train Mm-hmm. You want it to open right on the I don't like a gold rush so you can walk on the beat and be like, gah, 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 gah. Mm. I love um, how we've talked about Taylor's like love of just words and sound and the way they sound. And I love that she yeah. is clearly obsessed with the shh sound in the song. Like, I don't rose like so blush. Yeah, I don't like so motion double vision in the rose blush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like slow motion double vision in rose blush is what but i also yes i know what that means that falling feels like flying till the bone crush it's so fucking darkness also then then you get this crazy like key change like weird 70s chorus that i love so much where it like all of a sudden shifts completely to this like what must it be like to grow up that beautiful with your hair falling into place like dominoes hit song girl this song is horny jesse (laughs) j that's what she's referencing 
Also, I just, I love um, at dinner parties. I call you out on your contrarian shit. Is so much more full of love for somebody than not. Yeah, <laughs> like I love that it's like a it's like a line that feels like a dig, but it's really just being like, oh my god, like you're always such a contrarian at dinner parties. You f- idiot. I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm not gonna point it out in front of everybody, but just so you know. Yeah, or I will. <laughs> uh on water's so inviting i almost jump in so good i what, what i like about evermore is that i said i think i said in the last episode this this one does not feel as cohesive as like a complete thing as folklore but instead it feels like way more bold strokes like i feel mm-hmm. like the highs here are, in my opinion are higher than folklore in terms of like some of these songs I think are just like absolutely insanely good. And even if that is you lose like the flow and like overall like package, I I'm an Evermore stan. Yeah, I feel like Evermore could not exist without folklore, besides like Yeah, the if process. this was just released if this was released first, I think people would be like, it's a little disjointed, but wow. Yeah. Um but I do like how it fits in with my theory about how each section of taylor albums so from self-titled to fearless is like the idea and then the hyper version of it so it's like country album like i'm gonna do a standard country album and then i'm gonna do like the pop country album fearless and then i'm gonna do like a pop rock album with speak now and then i'm really gonna do it with like red and then um pop music with 1989 and then i'm gonna go hard and reputation Lover, I think, sticks out to me because I truly think it's on its own. And then we get these two yeah. with like alternative Rocky vibes. Yeah. So. And that's your theory. That's my theory. Um, write in the comments if I'm stupid as fuck. Uh- <laughs> swipe up. Let uh, swipe up. Let us know. Swipe up. Tap that subscribe. <laughs> link in bio. Yes. <laughs> Follow me on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Tis the damn season. I have never heard a song sound more like driving to the gas station in your hometown when you're home for college, like for winter break. Which again, Taylor did not do. Yeah, this was not happening. She was touring the world, winning Grammys. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just trying to get back. She was starring in Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) She was in Valentine's Day. Yeah, she was busy. She was and busy. she wasn't tis the damn seasoning anybody. And if she wanted to know who you're hanging with while she was gone, she would have asked you. She would have asked, quite simply. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna snoop. If I wanted to know, I would have just asked. Yeah. Also, but this is, in my opinion, the beginning of uh one of the songs that kind of blends with one of the other songs. I think this song is written from Dorothea's perspective. Mm. Okay, okay. I like that. Because he's like, Dorothea, you're going to go off and do all those like amazing things. And now she's just like, I come home and I'm so mad that I'm still in love with this one person. Yeah. But there's just like so much vivid imagery in here that like, ugh. Like, um, I parked my car right between the Methodist and the school that used to be ours. Is just like, that is where I grew up. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, like we'll park over by that. Or like, I'll just like walk and meet you at like, you know, Warner and Elm. And everybody's like, okay, cool. See you there. And everybody just walks because it's like a block long, my entire town. I'll meet you in Francis Street Park, which is just grass. Just a, just grass. Just Sometimes all grass. you need is grass. I love the lyric, um, sleep in half the day just for old time's sake. 
and then I won't ask you to wait if you don't ask me to stay is so good because it's also like, I don't know. I just like, does everyone, has everyone had like the thing where you go home for college, like, or like college break or like you just go back to your hometown and like definitely have some sort of like longing affair for like a week. I feel like ev- I just feels like it's something that happens <laughs> to everyone. It, this song feels very like uh, it's your first winter break home from school. Yeah, same. And so you're like, technically, I haven't been away from these people for that long. But so but everyone's much changed. change has happened. It's lots of change. It's lots of change. And you're feeling Ugh, I remember this like exact moment. Weird. For me. Yeah. I mean, I, I was coming out of the closet. And you were doing just fine. And I was doing just <laughs> fine. And I got a big time. Uh, I mean, because my, my first time coming back for college break... Or like from New York, I think it was probably it probably must have been, um, and it was the first time that I like hung out with my ex, Oof. and it was like with all of our mutual friends, and it was freezing because of course it was because Illinois is fucking freezing in the winter, um, and it was like so weird like going back to, we went back to his house and we were like opening wine and then I just instinctively knew where to like grab stuff yeah because I had been there for like years and it was so fucking weird it was just like. Yeah, everything just like comes back and you're like i don't even want to be in this relationship but this is bizarre <laughs> you're like I, I do know all these things but like they're not mine anymore i guess yeah and you're like i don't want this back but also i guess i'm sad now because <laughs> yeah, there's an ache in you put there by the ache in me the song fucking slaps <laughs> <sighs> and everybody has trucks and mud on their tires which i think <laughs> is like a smart writing and be a great throwback to original Taylor. Yeah, like muddy driving tires, in cars. Kind of thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, with a twang and like different production, this is a country song. But I'm I'm glad it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we get to oh, so good. Tolerate it. Track five. Track five. The track five. I was honestly kind of surprised this was the track five. I I this is like the magnum opus for me. I love this song. Oh, this is this is the one for you? Yeah. I mean, it's devastating. I just <laughs> this is so I'm totally fine. I just really <laughs> <laughs> by the end of this this we're both going to like have to call a therapist. I just like often feel like I give more than I receive in relationships. And mm-hmm. I I identify with this song a lot because I, I feel like whether or not outward that is like appearing, I like I will throw a full dinner party because I want to see my friends and I will Right. You like to make it nice. I like to make it nice. I'm Dorinda. Um I <laughs> or even if it's not just that, just like getting me to go to a place like takes a lot and then yeah. Sometimes I feel let down because I feel like it's not given back, which is unfair of me. But that's why I love this song. Tolerate it. Just the concept of like being tolerated isn't actually great. <laughs> yeah, like the idea, the idea that you're like, I'm trying all of these things. It's kind of the opposite of this is me trying. It's like I do all of these things and you just kind of think that's like stasis. Mm hmm. You're like, I'm actually trying really hard. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. I know my love should be celebrated, but you tolerate it. Ugh, it's so sad. Uh, yeah, I'm like reading through the lyrics now. Um, but what I love about the song is after the bridge, I love that it flips it 
And it's like, what if, you know, like, what would you even do if I just was like, I could fucking leave. It's just, yeah, I love that the song, like, still, it has this, like, moment at the end of her being like, I could stop the situation, and I can't even tell if I'm making it up or not at this point. And then she just ends it with, I sit and watch you instead. Wow. So good. (laughs) Such a good song. Uh, Now I'm begging for footnotes in the story of your life. The fuck? The fuck? Drawing hearts in the byline? Like, uh. I was like, where does, like, her brain... Where's that man who threw blankets over my barbed wire? Like, her brain just, like, works in so many, like, different ways. And I'm like, that is, like, how? She has to be fascinating to sit in a room with. Oh, yeah. But then I also feel like she's, will just, like, would have a glass of wine and be like, I don't want to talk about all that shit. That's what I do for work. I hope she's, (laughs) I hope she's weird. She's a weird girl. I'm a weird girl. And then we get... (laughs) Earl had to die part two. Nobody. Oh no my crime. god. <laughs> okay, so while I over oh, sorry, this <laughs> this song is <laughs> this song is so ridiculous and it's like it's so campy and I love it for that. I will say <laughs> it's confusing as every fun. time I listen to it, I'm like, do I know what happens in this song? <laughs> I have no idea. The thing that gets me I'm is like, the there's very- so many characters. There's so many characters. At the very end, they're saying they think she did it, but she- they just can't prove it. Like, who is she? Like this, the singer. Yeah, like so. Esty's sister's gonna wear. It's gonna, she's gonna swear she was with me. She was with me, dude. And then his mistress took out a big life insurance policy. They think she did it. So wait, so he killed his wife, and then they were looking into it, and they're like, "Wow, he already has a new woman who moved in." And then I don't think he killed his wife. Um, wait, hold on. And now I'm more confused and I feel like somebody's just going to respond to us and be like, you're all so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. So SC's husband killed her. I don't think th- when, where's the, where's the murder happen? That's how it starts. I thought it was SC's a friend of mine. We meet up every Tuesday night for a dinner and a glass of wine. And then she's saying, I think he cheated on me. And then SD wasn't there on Tuesday night. She never, she never came. So they, Esty's sister and Taylor report missing Esty, and then they drive by the house and they see that his right, right, right. got brand new tires and his mistress. And she's like, I in. think he, I think he killed his wife. But so then the mistress moves in. So now it's mistress, murderer, husband, and then they're like, I think he killed Esty, right? And then yeah, and then then suddenly, suddenly we we decided we're gonna kill him. And then the police are going to think the mistress did it. Or is the... Yeah, that's what I... And I think I did it. <laughs> I just can't prove it. <laughs> well, because like they kill him. But yeah. then it says, Essie's sister is going to swear she was with me. Mm-hmm. Good thing his mistress took out a big life insurance policy. So I think I was always I was always listening to it and said Esty's sister is gonna swear she was with me was saying that Esty was with her the whole time actually, and that she's alive. No, she was with Taylor committing a murder. Right. So Taylor and Esty's sister kill him for mm-hmm. killing the wife, mm-hmm. and then and then the mistress is gonna take the fall for it. Because she has a big life insurance policy out on him, which I don't know how she got that. Got it, got it, got it. I've honestly never really quite thought about this long enough to get there. Ooh. But, you know, we got there. We got there. 
Um, I do think the song is, it's funny and cute and I like it. Um, I just never once sat down. You ever just like, you ever like think about a movie that you love and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Juno. J- what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that one's pretty simple, Ryan. I think you missed a very important day in health class. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I usually skip this song to be fully honest. It's a, it's a journey. It's a musical theater song. It's it's a country song. It's fun. It's fun. It's funny. I'm usually not in the mood for it in the midst of all of the dark witchy. It does really. Le- it's like champagne problems into, um, tis the damn season into tolerate it's a tolerate it, and then it's like, and I'm like, oh, okay, um, just not for now. I kind of wish it was just like a single that they released, but we did get her singing on gasoline on with him. And so I got to hear her go, I get sad. And we love that. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's fine. It's cute. I usually skip it. <laughs> and I love him. Love you. And then Taylor talks about something so interesting to me on happiness. Oh my God. This song is devastating. <laughs> I just like the idea that people are in your life and like when things go bad and you get over that bad stuff, you can look and be like, we were, we we're happy for a reason for a while, whether they're your lover or a friend that you don't talk to anymore. Like, I think that's fascinating to look at. Yeah. Cause we talk about all the time. It's like once your boyfriend, once you have an ex-boyfriend, you talk about their penis, like they died yeah i mean i've always said it's there's like there's like a graveyard of dead penises because people are like oh yeah like he had a small dick he had a big dick whatever but like he's still there they still have those <laughs> for all we know yeah those dicks are they're still alive hopefully i mean for their sake whatever they were like yeah um, um but i do i've always loved the image of like the ex-boyfriend dick graveyard <laughs> where they all rest in peace just like <laughs> tell me when did your winning smile begin to look like a smirk yeah, like so subtle and great. When did like it's just like when did all the things that I loved about you turn into things I can't stand? Well, and, like and then you get to like the bridge where like I can't make it go away by making you a villain. I guess it's the price I pay for seven years in heaven. And I pulled your body into mine every goddamn night. Now I get fake niceties. That's that's hard. That sucks. And no one teaches you what to do when a good man hurts you and you know you hurt him too. Which is the worst part to me because it's so easy to be to end something because you're like mad and somebody did something wrong. But when yeah. you just end things in a responsible way. Oh, it sucks. It's how do you yeah, like I can't be mad. You did everything we're you just, could. We just we just we're just hurt, I guess. I'm just hurt and I don't know how to just be hurt. Most of the time, it's mixed with another emotion. Yeah. And so, like, and then usually, I mean, it's what the song's about. You have to be like, okay, well, like, there was lots of good in all of this. But also now, like, that also makes you sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that she she writes, like, honey, when I'm above the tree. So, like, when I'm above this, I see it for what it is. But now my eyes leak acid, leak rain, acid rain on the on pillow. The pillow. <laughs> the pillow. Uh-huh. That's going to be a, not a pillow for very long. Acid rain. Um. What kind of pillow do you think it is? Oh, and just the the whole idea of you haven't met the new me yet, and I think she'll give you that. And then the turnaround of like, uh, does she say it? Oh, she starts it with saying, I haven't met the new me yet. Mm. And then at the end of the song, it's you haven't met the new me yet, but I think she'll give you the forgiveness that you're like looking for. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I love the idea of just being like, yeah, I'm going to get there. I'm just not, I'm not there i'm not there <laughs> i do love the way she plays with um i guess meter uh when she's uh singing and she's like i hope she'll be a beautiful fool who takes my spot next to you and then the way she comes in with like like a no, breath i didn't just, like, mean that yeah sorry i can't face facts just like catching yourself yeah this one yeah a lot of the stuff on this album has very interesting like meter changes i think that's i mean they talk about it with um what song from folklore uh peace because aaron loves to fuck with stuff like that and i love that taylor has just like leaned into being like oh i, I can find my usual style of writing within these different kind of things that aren't like a four 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 chord song but then she'll also give you like champagne problems so like which is four chords like <laughs> <laughs> uh and then we get into dorothea i like this song which some fans think is about selena gomez Oh, really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> because they miss each other. Because they, oh. they live in different places. Um, and the, like, tiny screen's the only place I see you now. People were saying, what I read at the time was like, ooh, we think this might be about Selena. Um, because of quarantine, they probably haven't been able to see each other. Oh, I guess that's fair. Um, like, the idea of, like, just being like, you've always got a person... Yeah, like you're still a very close friend of mine. I miss you desperately because we haven't been able to be in the same spot, but I'm so excited for you. Yeah. I always thought of this as like the alternative side of Tis the Damn Season. Mm. And like the idea that for some person, it can be like, I left and it's hard for me to go back. And then for another person, they might just be like, you can always come back. I like, and I'm just kind of here and happy. I like, I always hear the song and I think of like, a guy that works at the grocery store. <laughs> okay. Like he like lives in this little small town. He's like a happy little life. And he's like, Hey, if you ever come back, I'm around. 
but he's not like sad yeah and like it's and is like it's so cool to watch you do all the cool things that you do it's like it's just your friend that you you're like it's so cool and we're together because it's like no time has passed yeah but i i think this song's like really sweet and i really just think it's it almost sounds like um like early lumineers to me in a way that i like i know some people like love to hate on hey any, yeah the, hey oh, oh. <laughs> Hi. Um, but I really like that first album, and I think this kind of reminds me of that. Where's Tupelo? What? Where's Tupelo? Why do we not know where any place Taylor Swift talks about is? We are constantly Googling Tupelo. It's a city of Mississippi. All right. They must have great stars in Tupelo, Mississippi. Get in, gals. We're going to Tupelo. Mississippi, here we come. Mm, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Dorothea. Oh, we is got it. You think it's the is that why you think it's the Lumineers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we get to the sensible single. I guess that's a single that I didn't know was a single. This is my skip. I have to really be in the like. I I like this song. Do I? I don't. I do. I like the writing of this song. I don't love. Uh, his performance on it don't kill me anybody yeah. the guy from the national Aaron. it's not Aaron. it's uh bryce right oh yes 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 um yeah it's just uh yeah something about it i remember i was this is actually hilarious when i was first listening again i was incredibly incredibly stoned and um i <laughs> literally opened my eyes and sat up in bed while when he started singing and i was like elton john (laughs) (laughs) he is appearing on everything i said first we get signed from above and now coney island oh man he's just working with all the gals all the gals i i just feel like it's like sad for sad sake like i don't it is a it is a song of like like just completely letting yourself fall into like being sad about something um but i do love a lot of the lyrics here like and i kind of i also love like how if this feels the most like it starts to feel a little more like hoax to me where it feels like she's writing about a bunch of different things in like one song yeah um but i love the part where it's like did i paint your bluest skies the darkest gray a universe away and when i got into the accident the sight that flashed before me was your face but when i walked up to the podium i think i forgot to say your name is like oh that's so sad that's so sad <laughs> i love it i also like don't even know like i just love that she's throwing out like weird anecdotes in the middle of it like when i got into the accident you're like what the fuck what accident but i also love the lyric sorry for not making you my centerfold over and over is like that's good yeah and i like that it's a duet because it makes it feel like it's both sides of the relationship are sad the music just feels like malaise to me it is it's a very it's a very like it sounds like sitting on a bench on coney island <laughs> Yeah, it just sounds wet. It sounds like a cold, sad. yeah, like rainy, wet, windy day. Everything's black and white and bad. It sounds like wet socks, which is my least favorite. Yeah, it. this is a wet socks song. Yeah. I do like the line because we were like the mall before the internet. It was the one place to be. I think that's smart. Yeah, and funny. And I like it's, it's not like funny, but it's kind of just like it's good. It's a good line. But yeah, this is not. Also, just like. Not for me. Did I close my fist around something so delicate? Did I shatter you? Also, like, how dare you make me answer that? I mean, I think it's rhetorical. I don't think they're talking. (laughs) 
but it's seems like they're bad. having a bad time. <laughs> they're not not doing good. Um, no, I do like the song. I don't. It is. I do think their voices are very strangely paired in this. There's something about Justin's on like Exile that it feels so right, and there's something about this that feels really jarring when he's like, ah, no, like it's just like suddenly very jarring. It feels just very disjointed. It doesn't feel like they're singing together to me. Yeah, that's kind of my issue with it. I, but I really do like the second half of the song. But I think I just don't like his verse, I think is what I'm landing on. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move on to Ivy. Okay. Yes. I, to know. I feel like this is the song nobody talks about. Like, period. Ooh. I feel like I've like and I I love this song. This is probably my second favorite on the album after Champagne Problems. If not my first. Sometimes it flips. Um This the this like song just sounds so rich and full and it has this like Mm -hmm. really amazing momentum behind it um and i love that it's like i just like the image of um stop you from i can't stop you putting roots in my dreamland my house of stone your ivy grows and now i'm covered in you what punch me in the gut just like again how does her brain work and also i love in like this like four and a half minute song you get an entire story arc of like this woman who's gonna leave her husband and run away with this guy and also at the same time i'm still just like ooh, got it. like i'm just like having like a bopping and i'm like also i know everything about this woman um i also genuinely can never get over how much i love the lyric i wish to know the fatal flaw that makes you long to be magnificently cursed like girl is Again, the the thesaurus, the, the thesaurus is open. It's open. She's <laughs> reading it. She's she got it from the library. The it's whole library, library is, book. Yeah, she's running through the library, just snatching words. But I think the the bridge of this, like, I lose my mind every time. The yeah, it's a fire. It's a goddamn blaze in the dark, and you started it. You started it. Ah! I like. I would always listen to this when I lived in LA, and I that part would happen, and I would always put this song on for. I could I could time it out to know where. Um, the last part of my run would be. And once I had four and a half minutes of a run left, um, I would put this song on and I would fucking fly. <laughs> that is so great. I cannot listen to anything acoustic while I run. Well, all of my runs were like 45 minutes long to an hour. I was running like <gasps> seven, eight miles. What? Yeah. I had nothing to do. I was writing music and living in Studio City. Just like, I was like, I guess I'll run a lot and get a little twink body. Wow. Um, but so like I would listen to this album while I would run just and let it play. I do love her attack on it's the goddamn fight of my life. And you started, and you started it. it. It's so good. Also, um, how's one to know I'd live and die for the moments that we stole on begged and borrowed time. So tell me to run or dare and sit and watch what will become and drink my husband's wine. Uh, yes. You messy queen. She is fucking. She's like sitting up. there with her husband's wine being like, well, he's coming home soon. What are we going to do? I told you. You know he's on the way. He's on the way. We're going to drink this wine and get caught? Or are we going to run? It's so good. I love this song. I It's just one of my favorites. Cowboy Like Me. Uh, oh, 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 I, oh. He's making faces. I identify um, culturally as a lesbian. <laughs> and this... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it's so lesbian top energy to me. This whole song. I mean, sure. I mean, I, I will say 
I will say almost every lesbian I know is immediately like, Cowboy Like Me is the one. <laughs> it, it gets me going. Taught me. Figure it out. Um, I, it's funny. I like, when I first heard this song, I was like, ah, maybe like not for me. But then like a week later, I was walking around being like, I have some tricks. I was just like, oh, this is like, it's really sexy. It's also just a cool flip to all of the country men that have been come and gone in Taylor's career who will come out with one album and be like, I'm a cowboy. Like I am the head macho person. And we know it all too well. (laughs) Taylor's like, no, no, no. You're a cowboy like me. Like I set the pace, baby. (laughs) Nobody in country has done it like me. Uh, You're like me. I'm not like you. And that is why I am lesbian horny for this song. Yeah. I, well, and I just love that it's like, the, it's when you find your match with somebody being like, oh, you're causing just as much trouble as I am. Hmm. I just, I also just love, oh, I thought this is going to be one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just now you hang from my lips like the gardens of Babylon with your boots beneath my bed forever is the sweetest con. Iconic. Also, um, Taylor, I would like you to record more with our boy from Mumford. Mm-hmm. I love his voice. I think his voice is so cool. And I, again, I also think uh, people just love to like all just jump on like a hate train for like a lot of major successful artists. Mumford's really, I saw them live. They're really good. <laughs> you had a good time. You had a good his time. voice is awesome. Also, he plays the drums while he sings like that. It's crazy. Um, but I, I thought it was really balls. inspired choice. Especially after Coney Island, I was like, oh, this feels like a match. Yeah. So good. I like that it sounds like a slow dance. I like that it sounds like a county fair. I love that she says dancing is a dangerous game. (laughs) Just a a stupid cowboy line from like cowboy films. Yeah. Yeah, I love that it also has this like western-y like, oh no, we're going to fall in love with each other. And you know that I wasn't supposed to do that. You weren't supposed to fall in love with me, cowboy. (laughs) That's me as a cowboy. That's that's me as a cowboy boy like me. <laughs> that's me walking into flaming saddles. Ooh, I wasn't supposed to fall in love with you in this beautiful cowboy hat. Oh, They're no. like, what do you want? It's cash only. Uh, <laughs> give me the world's largest seltzer and cranberry. <laughs> I was just like walking around the bar, being like, I don't have a UTI. <laughs> I'm good to go. <laughs> if anyone's interested. <laughs> Long story, Long story short. short, I love this song. I also a love delightful this delightful pick me up. Oh my god, this feels to me like um like nineteen eighty nine. Um, but it's also just like so funny. Yeah, it's like it's funny and kind of frivolous and like the like in a way that's just like oh, had a really bad time. It was really rough when I was going through it, but like oh my god, let's I'm I'm, I'm good. Faithfully, it's so good. I love the percussion in this. It it's like Owl City pr- production. <laughs> It feels like Owl City drum track. It's so good. I love like, oh, I love that she like does a little thing to like her, her past self. Mm. Past me, I want to tell you not to get lost in these petty things. Your nemeses will defeat themselves before you get the chance to swing. She's just like, sorry, Kanye and Kim. Y'all played yourself. But also just the, the main lyric of if the shoe fits walking it till your high heels break is so satisfying. It's so sad. It's so good. And I, I love the NFL from the pedestal right down the rabbit hole. Long story short, it was a bad, bad time. time. It's so fun. It's just so fun. Also like 
what a what a lyric to just sum up the last two years of everybody's life. Long story short, it was a bad time. <laughs> and it, it ends with long story short, it was a bad time. Long story short, I survived. End of song. Perfect. She literally makes a long story short. That's great. It's a I, I love it so much. It's so good. What if what if it wasn't? What if it What if it was ten minutes? I want long story yeah. short, the ten minute version, Sad Girl Autumn. <laughs> Taylor's version from the vault. Taylor's version bonus from track. I can't wait till Taylor's version of this. <laughs> uh is Marjorie next? Yeah. I love this song. I love that she used her grandma's vocals. It is so devastating. <laughs> that she did that it's so beautiful and like it's such a tribute and so amazing and if you have the vinyl of this it really really comes through yeah i was like cooking and listening to evermore and i was like oh Oh. operatic soprano in the back because it i mean i think about this a lot like if i ever have kids um (laughs) (laughs) seems like we seems like we've uh, opened up a dark path here well it's like if i ever have kids like the things that i'm going to suggest they find interest in are gonna be arts related right yeah so as marjorie was a singer and reached where she could reach to then have her granddaughter be taylor swift like it's just kind of like yeah that's amazing that's an amazing pass down of information and knowledge well it's like that's what i think the bridge of this is just like one of the most poignant things she's ever written like the idea of like losing somebody like that in your life and then saying like giving like a quick thing of being like this is how i used to be when i was young and she's like i should have asked you questions and i should have asked you how to be which is like the most devastating line ever like i should have asked you how to i could have been to to, i don't know how to exist when you're not here and like Mm -hmm. should have kept every grocery store receipt because every scrap of you would be taken from me watched as you sign your name marjorie all your closets of backlogged dreams and how you left them all to me it's just like Oh my god. I also just love the never be so polite you forget your power and never wield such power you forget to be polite. The like back and forth she does in the song of like remember to be this but also remember this side of it. And it feels like stuff that probably is like things that she said to her. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it's her being like how do I pass on these things that I got from her and like as an artist I can like make her live on in this way which is just like oh. It's just so beautiful. Also, just like what die didn't stay did because you're alive in my head is just like such a simple, lovely thing. It's beautiful. I I mean, the first two lines I think about all the time, just never be so kind. You forget to be clever and never be so clever. You forget to be kind. Yeah. Because like high school me was, I mean, I'm very clever, but I was like mean (laughs) of the way that my brain functions. Famously mean. Famously mean. Like I would just like have very sharp jabs very quickly and I forgot to be kind and then i think i overcorrected for a while and was like i just won't speak yeah. um and now i'm learning from marjorie <laughs> thanks marjorie Marjorie. thanks marge also just the idea that she says if i didn't know better i think you were singing to me now and then has her singing in the background it's just like i mean that's just emotional manipulation 101 and it works <laughs> it works it got me you got me girl got me good girl um but yeah we stand marjorie Thanks, Marge. Thanks for teaching Taylor. Yeah, she's she slaps. And then the song is Closure, which has been linked into Q 
Kim Kardashian somehow? I always assumed. Um, yeah. I assumed, yeah, I'm sure she sent her a letter or something. But also, I've, at this point, I tried, I tried to, like, not always assume, because she's like, not all my songs are about my life anymore. But this yeah. one feels pretty pointed. <laughs> I like that the production on this sounds industrial. Yeah, it sounds like, it reminds me of almost like Regina Spector, like, mm-hmm. clanky metal, <laughs> like yeah like mechanical um it's like and i love that the meter is like absolutely bonkers yeah it's wild i'm like what uh, uh, this is not four four i i love uh don't treat me like some situation that needs to be handled i'm fine with my spite and my tears and my beers and my candles i can feel you smoothing me over oh it's so good i like i i'm sometimes not in the mood for the song because it's so dark and like chunky <laughs> But it's but I do love it a lot. I was thinking about it today as I was walking around town doing the saddest thing you could possibly do, which is looking for gloves at a Dwayne Reed. Oh, and no. Oh, no. <laughs> Not that. I was, lis- I was listening to Closure and it brings up just like interesting thoughts about like what why we apologize, what Closure is actually for. Because it's for the other person usually. It's it's well, it's like for me, like if I feel the need to apologize to you it's because i want you to be in my life yeah if i don't care about that then i won't pursue an apology yeah because what do i need that for i don't need i don't need somebody if i don't want to be friends with you then i don't need any, i don't need closure this is your closure yeah this is for you and i don't like, care you can about write that. me a letter <laughs> yeah you can write me a letter all you want i'm not i don't i don't need to have this back and forth yeah because i'm not i'm not searching for any relationship here yeah exactly <laughs> i like staying friends would iron it out so nice <laughs> it's like <laughs> i know i'm just a wrinkle in your new life staying friends would iron it out so nice is so funny yeah it's sort of being like i bet you want me to say yeah i got all of it and i'm just you know it's all good it's like no i'm just not even gonna give you we're not doing that (laughs) oh i know that press probably still asks you about me and it'd be easy if you said we were friends but what but instead i'm just gonna go i hope they're doing well Uh, yeah i hope you're well but it's not (laughs) guilty guilty (laughs) reaching out across the sea that you put between you and me but it's fake and it's oh so unnecessary so unnecessary it's so good yes i got your letter yes i'm doing better <laughs> maybe i'm maybe i adore this song um i, I was like closure. i think you love closure yeah you know what i don't love what evermore you don't i don't like this song i love this song maybe you should talk about it and then i'll go make more tea and come back then oh my god no i'm not talking to no one <laughs> podcasts are already weird we're just talking in our rooms um i think this is the most vulnerable thing she's like one of the most vulnerable things she's written because like it just the idea and apparently she like said that she wrote this when she was like oh my god like i can't believe am i ever gonna get to perform again like all of this and it just feels the idea of it being like oh i'm just like i think i'm gonna feel like this forever (laughs) Hmm. And, like, how bad it can get in those moments. Like, I love just, like, the opening line being Grey November. I've been down since July. Also, we have to say it. 
Motion capture put me in a bad light. Are we... Is it cats? I think it has to be cats. It's cats. It has to be cats. <laughs> I think that has to be a direct <laughs> reference to cats. And if it's not, I don't want to know. Yeah, if it's not, don't tell us. But for us, it's cats. And I have to say again, she's the only one who understood the assignment of cats. One hundred percent. She shows up. She does her thing. Gets the best scene in the movie. Well, her and Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen is also very good. She wears her capizias. Stars. Yes. I would rather talk about beautiful ghosts than this. Oh my god. Well, she got she got screwed up on beautiful ghosts. Let's yes. Beautiful ghosts is a great song. It should have won an Oscar. <laughs> it's definitely better when Taylor sings it than what happens in the actual movie. Yes. And also, I she's think... like beautiful ghosts. <laughs> so ridiculous. Anyway, um. Like, I replay my footsteps on each stepping stone, trying to find the one where I went wrong, writing letters addressed to the fire. Like, this song to me feels like actual, true, isolating sadness in a way that, like, I haven't heard. That's why I say, like, this album feels, like, colder and darker. Like, this feels so, like, that moment where you're like, oh, I think, I don't know if I'm actually going to ever feel better. Mm. And then I I love. Oh, yeah. Didn't Joe write this, too? Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. And I love the, I love that the Bon Iver part kind of feels like, in you have the same like repetitive thing, and also the lyrics are being about like I feel so alone in my like sadness that I don't think is ever going to stop. And then it, this Bon Iver section feels like something that has to uproot all of that, so like things can change. And like, can we just get a pause to be certain that we'll be tall again? Ugh. I'm I'm on waves out being tossed. Is there a line that I could just go cross? Like, it's so good. It's got great lyrics. I just I don't. And then it all comes back and like settles, and then she like changes the lyric at the last second, and it's like a super hopeful. I just don't think it is the end of the album. What? I don't think it ends the album. Like, and it, this could just be the way that I listen to it. Like the next two that we talk about, I think are so, so evermore that I don't understand why they're bonus tracks. And this feels like it could have been a bonus track to me. Oh my God. I think this is the whole reason the album was written. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, literally the whole thing is about, we, especially these albums being released, like in the times they were, I think like this whole album is about like weathering hardship and like how you manage it and then this song is like this final finale piece where she's like i've been feeling for the last you know year and a half like i'm never gonna feel okay again and then it ends with her being like i had a feeling so peculiar this pain wouldn't be forevermore and then like you get this whole thing the whole album like takes a new shape of like oh evermore is not about it, the only thing that it, this this suffering will not last forever, which I found very, very moving in the middle of being locked in a house. I'm glad you found that. Yeah, I'm sad you didn't. <laughs> That's OK. <laughs> but anyway, the next song slaps right where you left me. Mm, girl, I have I don't know. Listen, this is a fucking mid act one like we're in a musical and she gives you a whole story in like i see the olive garden (laughs) give me carmen cusack 
literally sitting in a corner booth. And the whole stage keeps stage. moving around, and she just sits yeah. in her little chair and sings the whole song. I wanted a music video for this one so bad, and I wanted it to be like that. But like, help! I'm still in the restaurant is genius, and I love to scream it every time I'm at a restaurant. Every time, anytime I'm working in a restaurant, and I feel help. like I should be done. I'm still at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, be like closing the bar at two a.m. and being like, help, help. She comes in so country. Friends get up and friends, <laughs> friends get, get married. married. So yeah. Oh, it's just I love that it's like just just a truly a song that's like so many things changed for so many people and oh my god, I'm still in the exact spot because it didn't work out the way that I thought it was going to. She's still 23 inside a fantasy. Oh, it's so Did sad and so good. I also love the lyric um I love the song. It's perfect. I listen. This is one of my most listened to songs of 2021. I listened to it. It was like number two on my list. Like I don't, I don't understand how it got brackets bonus track. I know. I honestly think this should have gone in the place of the Haim song, and the Haim song should have been put as a bonus, as bonus track. Yeah, or released as a separate single. Because like, come on, I stayed there, dust collected on my pinned up hair. I'm sure you've got a wife out there, kids in Christmas, but I'm unaware because I'm right where I cause no harm. Mind my business. If my if our love died young, I can't bear witness. Like what? She's giving you a full ass world in like five lines. You left me. You let me know. And then on top of it, it's catchy as hell. So catchy. It's so good. I like. I. I. I, I can't no notes. believe it was bonus track. No, no, it's 10, 10 out of 10. 10. Let's celebrate that. And then we get, it's time to go. Also, no notes. See, this one for me, it feels like a bonus track. Yeah. This one to me feels more like, okay, that's a good, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't to me feel essential in the way that Right Where You Left Me feels. It feels also like, for me, this one feels a little like, slightly less specific and a little more generic it it is i would agree. sometimes giving up is the strong thing sometimes run is a brave thing i'm like yeah okay we've heard that kind of it's kind before. of like motivational posters that are in classrooms but you just put them all together yeah in one hit song yeah it's i like i like it i i don't usually go out of my way to listen to it but if it's playing i'll leave it on it's that kind of song for me why there's so much cheating in this album like so, so much. much you asked for the tab or that moment again he's insisting that friends look at each other like that why why are why are so many cheaters in in this world i mean because people always want more than they have because they're we're all just fucked up <laughs> cheaters murderers the entire island of coney so sad and wet there wet wet sock land wet socks akimbo <laughs> Evermore could have been called Wet Sockland. Oh my god. Listen, on the list. I honestly I can honestly say that um few things in the world make me more weirdly upset in the moment than wearing socks and stepping in a puddle of water. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's never it's going just, back to normal. And like I know all I have to do is go and put on new socks. But oh my god. What are you just made of socks? Well, it's like if I'm like at home, even like if I just like there's like a little mm-hmm. water on the floor that I didn't see or something like chuckle flip his bowl over or something. And then like just that feeling of stepping. And it's like this like, oh, 
it's happening and I can't stop it. It's spreading <laughs> through the whole foot. I am immediately 12 degrees colder as a person. Of course. I'm like, yeah. oh, now it I'm freezing. It spreads so fast. It it's just so spreads fast. so fast. I hate wet socks. And, but yeah, this, yeah. this album does feel a little bit like I'm outside and I'm with wet socks. <laughs> but I love, I love that it sounds like that. <laughs> well, Shawnee, we did it. We did. Wow. <laughs> Nine, Nine episodes. albums. That's crazy. And I'll just keep listening to all of them. (laughs) I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop listening. No. And we could do pop-ups for when the Taylor's version bonus tracks come out. Of course. Absolutely. If anyone wants. I mean, we're just, we have nothing to do. (laughs) We're just talking. So, I mean, the entire goal was to figure out why Taylor Swift is the way she is. And now that we have deep dived from album one. Deep dived. Yeah. Album nine. What have we learned? Um, well, I just think she's probably, she's like this cause she's a genius, <laughs> but also, uh, got very talent, showed very talent at a very young age and had that curated and cultivated and had a space to grow as an artist, despite lots of people trying to stop her by being rude and mean and misogynist to her, which is just a testament of how strong she is, I think, as a person, let alone a performer. Mm-hmm. I think she has a very good mom. I think she has a great relationship with her mom. I think she has had an incredible group of solid friends around her for most of this that have allowed her to channel things that would crush a normal human into incredible art. Oftentimes making us dance through her full ass trauma Mm -hmm. and also writing these like... (sighs) I want to dance to Taylor in a warehouse. I want to cry to Taylor outside at the Columbia Gorge Amphitheater. I want to yeah. go to I want to go to Country Fest and see her with curly hair and <laughs> you know like there are so many spaces that I want to see Taylor Swift in and I think that's why I'm just so drawn to her and her ability to just be good at making yeah. music. And have that be seen and recognized and not be locked into genre and not be locked into the thing that makes her her. Like, Yeah, she's constantly reinvented herself. And she's just growing. And she, I think as an artist myself, I get kind of locked into like, oh, well, I'm good at this. So like, that's the thing I'm going to tunnel focus on. And she like, every time I listen to her collective, I open up my ideas of what is possible yeah so thanks tay we love you you're very good we love you thank you for the albums yeah drop a new one drop a new <laughs> one we're getting i know you're doing this. taylor's version but like give us a new one i know it's you know it's only been a year but uh. <laughs> no. i don't know last time it only took six months <laughs> thank you sean for joining me on this adventure it's been delightful of- course i had a blast where can the children find you um well uh you can find me on instagram at sean d doherty you can find me on twitter at my name sean doherty and you can find me on spotify with also my name just look for the guy with the weird hair and the tank top (laughs) (laughs) great 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 sell and um yeah, thank you all for listening to Why You Like This Taylor's Version. I think we'll probably do this again with somebody else sometime soon, but we will be releasing Why Are You Like This Classic and getting back to that. So, woohoo! 
Woo. Until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.